Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Selling Sessions. This is episode 18, part one, and where myself, Fraser Kirk, and Paul McGilvery, our usual host, will review some of the episodes that we've done at the early stages of the Selling Sessions podcast. And we cover the first nine episodes in, um, in part one in this podcast, and we review some of the fantastic advice that was offered by our many expert guests. Um, all of these podcasts are available on all of the normal channels, um, and if you want to go and have a listen to any of them, please go and have a listen. Um, for anyone who wants us to cover any specific topics, if you have any specific questions, feel free to get in touch with either myself or Paul McGilvery directly via LinkedIn, and let us know what you need to know from this podcast. Hope you enjoy. Through the, the the process for the first time, it is quite daunting. I mean, you, you know, uh, and, and of course it's emotional as well. Yeah. Um, so we, we try to um, you know cut through a lot of that and and help uh, help by priming the process to say, well, you know, if you prepare early, for example, and that's been a common theme throughout all of the podcasts as well. You know, prepare early, um, look at various parts of the of the process, and really ensure that. Um, when you when you're engaged in that process, that you're engaged, engaged with your trusted advisors. Now, I think that you know learning from the experts rather than learning from uh, you know gurus who you know who haven't actually uh, went through this sort of process before. You know, I think that that was a, that was a deliberate uh, attempt from us to make sure that you know people are actually learning from people who have got the experience in the industry. And know um, how to, to set up, and certainly, you know, uh, uh, make sure that uh, the sale process can be as streamlined as possible. So, the, the, one of the biggest takeaways from the, the podcast that we've done so far is prepare. You know, and part of that, obviously, we'll, we'll go into a bit more detail. Is that uh, each uh, each guest has brought their own uh, piece on how to prepare for that yeah. particular part of it. Okay, so. Um... And what, what kind of feedback have you had from the listeners then? What do, what do they like about the podcast? Well, they like they like the fact that it's that it's really unscripted. You know, that we, it's, we, we keep it conversational, it's deliberate. Um, okay, there's there's nuances here or there, you know, um, with um, with that, you know, it's not it's not fine-tunedly edited or what have you. You know, you'd rather listen to it in the car, you know, uh, if you're a business owner, if your time's precious. So we try and keep it as succinct as possible as well. Again, we we make sure they're around 30 minutes so that uh, and that they're high level and cover salient issues. Um, so again, the feedback's been really positive on uh, how the podcast is, um, is is conducted, and of course because it's relatively light, you know you can listen to it, you know two from your work or you know even with the golf in one instance I heard. Yeah. So you know it's things like that. Uh, that it's it's then you know kept lighthearted conversational and high level. Great, and um, one of the bits for, for me as a, as a listener to, to this, and obviously I've been on it a couple of times, but I've, I also listen to it on a weekly basis, was that it's, it's not just the, the kind of more practical advice that comes out of it, albeit that's, that's great. There's also been a lot of um, kind of great insight into the kind of more emotional part of, of selling a business. And I think that's maybe a bit that, um, that, that sellers don't quite 
they're not quite aware of until, of course, they're in the thick of it. Yeah. And the emotions can come in, and for a lot of businesses who have been family owned, there's there's a you know family members who are maybe shareholders as well, and they've all got their own um, their own wants um, out of a sale process, and it can be quite a, a difficult and emotional time. And the that emotional intelligence part of it is is something that. Um, we in you know, capital experience actually can cause a lot of problems mm -hmm. um, to the point that many, many deals don't happen because of the, the more emotional part of, of the process. Sure. Um, and it, it's, it's been quite stark. And I know a few of your guests on the podcast spoke specifically about emotions. That's true. And, and you know, um, the, 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 one of the key areas there with the emotional aspects are, you know, the relationships as well. You know, and we, we've, we've talked quite deliberately so about the relationships and how those relationships, particularly if you've got a number of shareholders as well, and how those relationships then engage so that um, the emotional aspect kind of takes a back seat. But there's no getting away from it, particularly for those that have uh, perhaps had a you know intergenerational business um, or um, that. They, they've, they've worked at the same business for a long period of time, yeah. perhaps been at the helm on their own um, and, and had to make decisions. And of course, with that comes you know, a huge degree of emotion you know, when they're, they're selling their business. And, um, and of course, having that commercially aware trusted advisor right by your side, uh, helping you guide you through that process, um, is, is certainly you know, worth it. I say that quite a lot, you know, it's worth its weight in gold because you know, really, they're they're wanting the the win-win to ensure that you know the, the the emotions are kind of kept out of it, mm. and that you know that that you are essentially putting forward what your exit plan is. Yeah. So again, that's also a common theme through the through the podcast as well. What does your exit look like? What what do you want to get out of this? Because sometimes it's not an exit. Sometimes they want to stay in the business, yeah, uh, but just be part of the larger group. So for example, you know, we've seen it ourselves. Um, you know that um, perhaps has been a, a director and been on their own uh, for many years. We've had no one else, no support network yeah. to, to sort of uh, springboard. You know, I, you know, speak to speak about ideas to, and you know, is what size is this the, the best practice, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course, at United Capital, we're we're able to help facilitate those sort of discussions, being part of a bigger group, and you know, help with the mentoring of of uh, of key uh, people within the organisation, and of course. That is something that, um, that, that a lot of these directors don't have. You know, so being part of a bigger group is sometimes the, 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 uh, the only element you know, that yeah. might be that, uh, that can seal a deal and you get that win-win from. You know, so it is, the different deals are, are obviously constructed differently, but having that trusted advisor with you, you know, throughout that process or advisors through that process will, will, will help you, you know, in, um, you know, make sure that your emotions aren't um, getting the better of you. Great. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, we're, you've mentioned a couple of some of the kind of big, big points that, that were brought up almost time and time again with, with a lot of the guests that we had. Yeah. Um, as we're talking about guests, let's let's dive in and have a look at um, some of the, those that we had. Let's cast our mind back to the to the very first episode of, of which obviously I was, I was also a guest. Um, and if you want to take us through just some of those, some of those people we've met along the way and, and their expert advice and top tips for them. Yeah, so working in the construction industry, we realised that quite quickly, looking at the, the different businesses, that there was an issue uh, with uh, with IP. You know, I don't think many construction companies 
uh, realised, uh, you know, how valuable their IP is. And certainly, it was, it was really grateful for Leo uh, McGonagall uh, from Thornton Solicitors to come on and uh, and discuss that. And quite aptly at the time, I think there was a Caterpillar case which uh, was going on with yeah, M and S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we spoke about a bit too much about Caterpillar. <laughs> I think so, but you know it. It was um, it, it, it just uh, well it was quite lighthearted you know certainly uh, struck home the importance of doing an IP audit and yeah. making sure that uh, you know you're you're basically preparing your business for sale um, and doing that IP audit you're then able to identify you know if there's something to be you know trademarked etc um, and uh, and of course with doing that you know and you're registering your IP you're actually creating a bit more value. Yes, of course, really. yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was an interesting one. Uh, it was good to be part of it, and, um, and hats off to Liam for making IP interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, and I say that not as a, a IP lawyer, obviously, um, but no, he, he did. He made it a really interesting one. I think. Uh, I think it is something we, we've heard good feedback on that episode, and, and people have said that I, I wasn't thinking about it. In fact, it probably would have been the last thing I'd thought about. Yeah, um, throughout the process. So, so great days. Right. So that was that was episode one. Then, um, then where did we go after that? So we then spoke with uh, Alan Kelly at uh, McRoberts, and uh, Alan, uh, you know, incredibly experienced uh, individual, and certainly you know McRoberts. You know, personally, I've worked with McRoberts on various things over the years, and uh, and you know, so so I know the, the caliber there. And certainly, his main uh, theme was you know setting objectives. You know. But what is it that you're wanting out of this deal? What are you uh, looking for as part of your ICP? You know, we touched on that just, just a moment too earlier. You know, if, if you've got your ICP in mind or you've got whatever it is you're planning in mind, then that's great as a starting point because you can then build everything up around that so that when it comes to the deal, you're quite clear on what the deal is going to look like for you. And the buyer will be clear as to what the, look like, uh, the, the deal will look like for you. And of course, if you're if you're buyers like ourselves who are looking for that win-win, then of course you know um, we, we're obviously going to be engaged with that, and uh, and we, we expect that there's that going to be a conversation about that because you know if they're looking for an exit, for example, then um, you know you'd want to obviously tailor in the fact that they're going to be away or two or three years or what have you. So yeah, uh, there'd, there'd be uh, you'd look for a contingency plan there. Uh, but if they want to stay and be part of the, the bigger team and uh, the, the bigger um, group, then of course there's more conversations around that to be had and you know how um, how it's going to then go going forward. So again, you know, Alan was absolutely right. You've got to think you know of the exit right from the start. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, great, great point and. Um... I remember, I remember the episode, um, and, and yeah, Alan is a, a hugely experienced, uh, experienced professional, um, so great to have him on, and, and thanks again to him and to, to all of them, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All, all the guests have, uh, you know, really uh, helped um, in, in all of this to, to ensure that, you know, that uh, instead of, you know, um, sellers uh, going through a process that can be quite daunting, you know, we're starting to demystify some of the some of the, the, the things that happen within M&A and I think that with that, um, so mergers and acquisitions, you know, again, you know, even like acronyms, you know, we're used to it because that's the space, but, you know, a lot of people have never never heard of a lot of the, the terminology that's within the, within yeah. the group. Okay, great. 
Right, episode three. Where do we go after that? So episode three, we uh, we had uh, our very own Graham Carling, uh, the United Capital on. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the good thing about that was, um, you know, what we're able to to ascertain from that um, is that what is the buyer actually looking for in the business? You know, what are the turnoffs? You know, what you, know, you, you instantly. You know, we talked about preparation yeah. before. You know, a turn off to a buyer is you know really ill prepared documentation. You yeah. know, uh, because instantly then you're you're saying to yourself, well, if this is how the or a documentation is how they're running the business. You know, and, and while that's that's probably not um, not always the case, you are uh, you are taken put off by ill prepared documentation. Yeah, and I, I think I host I hosted that that episode, and I think the the point of doing that one was to to offer the listeners a a look on the other side of it, um, so from Graham's perspective as a buyer, um, to let everyone know this is what I need and want through the process. Um, and also to make that point that just certainly just now in particular, it's a buyer's market. Right. So there's many more sellers than there are buyers. So as a seller, you need to make sure you're getting the right information in a, in a, a times fashion that the, the buyers are going to put you to the top of the bank. Yeah, they're yeah. going to progress your deal before other ones because you're getting them the information that they need. And you know, we often see that you know the, the sellers get caught up running their business, and it can be weeks that pass without any communication. And of course, the whole thing stalls, and you know, then I, I, you run the risk that the, the buyer loses interest, or they go down another path because they'll be looking at many, many deals, which is certainly the way that we operate. Yeah. Um, we, we've got many of them on the go at any one time, and. Um, if a seller can do um, one thing to keep us focused is to get us the information that we need quickly, yeah. and, and it will keep us focused on, on what we're doing. Yes, it's, it's you, you need to maintain that momentum because you know what happens. You know, after a certain amount of time goes, you know, both sides end up getting deal fatigue. You know, I think that's quite common. Um, yeah. And uh, and of course as well, the expectations from the start. You know, if 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 you are getting told by uh, various sources of gurus or what have you, uh, that you know you're going to get you know, uh, tr you know x amount of multiple um, and um, and you you know you go in in good faith you know, as a seller never never sold your business before you get told wow you know and, and, and of course they're, they're they're thinking they're going to to be on a, an absolute gravy train for this particular deal so they think great but it comes back to the old adage it'll it's only worth your business it's only worth what someone will. Is prepared to buy it. You know, so while um, a lot of these the, these other um, uh, people that might be involved in the transaction, you know, if, if they're saying, "Oh, well, your business is worth you know forty times multiple or something," uh, the brokers. Yeah. Well, yeah, it could be. Um, and of course, you then go in with that expectation. You're going to get, you know, I can't buy that ridiculous multiple. And then a buyer then comes in and says, "Well, it's X or Y or multiple." Um, and it's considerably less, then your expectation will be completely shattered because you'll then be saying, well, you know, why, why, why are you saying, you know, X and they're saying Y, you know? And I think that it goes back to to expectations, manage those expectations early, and understand that a business is only worth what someone will buy it for, you know? Yeah. Okay. Good. So the what else have we covered then? So uh, episode four, uh, we we then moved to the more financial side. And we met with uh, Rod Mavers and Ian McDonald at Henderson Logie. Um, now, again, another 
really interesting podcast. But the, the, the theme there in relation to financials was get your financials up to date. You know, make sure yeah. that, uh, that you've reviewed them, you've went through them with your accountants, you've went through them thoroughly, and you know what's in what's in your, your accounts. You know, because ultimately there'll be questions as part of the due diligence process. So, so if you can get a head start on that process uh, by reviewing your own financials and your own management accounts and, and getting them right up to date, um, and if there's any skeletons in there, you know, get them here. You know, get to tell, you know, go through them with your accounts first, and then think of your your mitigation strategy. How you're going to mitigate those issues, um, yeah. or propose certain solutions so that instantly when the buyer asks, you're already aware. And uh, or you can even propose to the buyer as you're submitting the accounts. I quite like that as well. You know, they're submitting the accounts to say, look, we've we realised that X, Y, and Z is the case, but we've thought of you know, uh, ABC and these these will mitigate that or they'll, they'll sort that instantly when I receive accounts like that and um, then reassured that they've already seen the issues and they've already thought about them. Yeah. So then we can have a discussion on those particular issues. And that that to me, again, you know, it's a commercially aware accountancy firm that's then dealing with it on the other side. So great. It was a great podcast. Again, really good um, information there for, for sellers. Okay. Good stuff. Episode five. So episode five, we moved um, to Louise Shields and Derek Stroud at Brodie's. Louise obviously was um, very much construction. Um, that's that's what she does, and um, construction law and Derek Stroud and the the M and A space as well. Now, they they were um, again. I know it's been a common theme throughout, but they were very focused on you know, how do you then prepare your business for sale, for sale um, for the sale process and of course we had a, a degree of discussion about contracts as well from the, the construction industry certain things that you know we should uh, that, that should be looked out for as well but certain, certainly some of those are common for all contracts as yeah. well so when you're doing your due diligence process you know certain certain areas of contracts you want to look through in your contracts to ensure that you know, um, you're aware of any potential risks before going to the buyer. And again, it's the same adage, you know, if, if uh, you're prepared and you say, well, you know, I, I've noticed this as well in the contract. So, um, so we know that they're aware of it and they've yeah. also discussed it and they've got a potential solution for it or what have you. Yeah, it just kind of gives that level of comfort that they know what they're talking about. That's exactly right. They know, they know what's yeah. going on in their own house. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've went through this process, they've had a look at it. They think this is what, what, what the potential solution is. But it's great because it, it starts the dialogue and these, these matters are usually put to bed quite quickly thereafter. Great, okay. And then um, and then we, we obviously, we next, the, the following week, we um, went to episode six and we were kind of racing through the uh, the experts. That's right. So, you know, and, um, Andrew Fleetwood and uh, Lottie White at Gilson Gray, uh, again, another fantastic insight. Uh, that was predominantly focused on the contractual side, but it was more general. Um, than, than what was spoken about previous, um, and um, and of course it was, it was how to get your your, your contracts um, reviewed before. Again, we kind of touched that on that with with Brodies, but really it was a more in depth podcast on contracts in particular because it is one that's you know there's potential banana skins on either side with that yeah. one, especially when you want to talk about warranties and indemnities. Um, you know a lot of these things um, again need to be picked up at during the due diligence process. So why not just be able to get them 
sorted at that point. And if there's anything that needs to be done, you know, if, or if there's something that needs to be done from the seller's side, you know, just get that done, you know, rather than let it manifest, you know, if you picked it up earlier um, before, before it goes through to the due diligence. So, again, a, a really uh, insightful podcast again. And then, then um, the next week we had our own Ryan Russell, That's right. um, who came on with Gillian with McTeer from um, Citation, um, and they spoke all things um, all things people based, I suppose, yeah. within the business. And it was, it was very much, you know, don't forget your employees when you're going through this. And there's there's a lot of considerations to be had in there. And you know, a lot of sellers want to to know what the future looks like for their for people who, you know, many of whom they'll have worked with for a long, long time. Some sometimes the uh, those people that are left behind are family members of the, the seller. Yeah. Um, in fact, in some cases the the seller themselves then becomes an employee. Um, if they join the bigger group, so there's uh, there's plenty of stuff to cover, um, and and certainly Ryan and Gillian did cover a lot of ground and you know, huge experience between the two of them. Yeah, they they, they brought a real um, uh, sort of holistic approach to understanding the you know the the, the people element of um, an employment element of um, a, a transaction, you know, and what sort of considerations you, you should be making as uh, as a seller. Because you know, getting it wrong can also cause a lot of problems. Uh, but getting it right, you know, is, is in everyone's best interest. Because if you do it right, you know, you, you follow follow things appropriately, then you know, it, it, everything should fall into place. And that win-win again is happening not just for the, the buyer and seller, also for everyone else that's involved. You know, even if it's if it's directly or indirectly in the in the transaction. Yeah. Yeah. And in, the um, the following week we had what was one of our most popular podcasts, and we've certainly I, I know even even earlier today when we were recording another a new episode, yeah, and um, we had some feedback on on this one, so it's been hugely popular, and, and that of course was was Safia uh, who joined us. Yeah, um, you know Safia Bigar's um, experience at BDO and what he brought to the podcast was was certainly you know. Um, uh, Fantastic for our listeners. Uh, you know, feedback has been excellent, uh, particularly on that podcast. They all, they all, there's been feed, great feedback on all of them, but that one in particular, um, I think um, Safia brought uh, a magnitude of experience into that uh, conversation. And certainly, you know, when, when we went through the, the SPA um, and warranties and indemnities on that podcast, you could you could feel the, the experience. You could. You can you, you could hear hear the um, the uh, the amount of effort that's went in over these years. Yeah. Certainly, when you know you had the, the, the hints and tips and things like that. The, the, it's quite a technical subject, I suppose. Yeah. Certainly for for those sellers who aren't really that engaged with with that part of the business, it, it's quite um, there's quite a lot in it. Um, yeah. And you suppose you really see the value of. Having a real trusted expert, commercially aware advisor at that point. Oh, absolutely, and I, I think that that came came across uh, hugely in that podcast. Uh, you know, when when we talked about the you know the technicalities of the SPA and uh, and all the other uh, aspects to the warranties and indemnity side, there was a real solutions based approach and, and commercial awareness there. And I think when you've got that on your side, you know that is the type of um, a commercially aware uh, advisor that you want to have yeah. as part of the process because you 
you will find a solution or you should be able to um and uh, and if and if not then there's, there's probably a very good reason why you haven't correct and um and we'll we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll cover off one more then yeah. and then we'll, we'll cut this and we'll, we'll do our we'll leave the, the rest of them for part two yeah. of this uh, this review process so um so episode nine was of course Stuart Hatcher at, at Forsters yeah. um who we actually met with yesterday um to have a, a catch up and a discussion about a couple of a couple of things that are ongoing in our business just now and um, a huge amount of um, great advice from Stuart. Yes, yeah, Stuart, um, you know, as you say, you know, again, another you know, huge amount of experience uh, Stuart brings. Um, and again, that, that came across in the podcast as we looked at the life cycle of the um, of selling, both through the selling process. Yeah. And of course, with, with that huge amount of experience, expertise you know uh, Forsters are, are based in central London and Mayfair and uh, and as, as a result you know uh, you're down quite often for business anyway uh, London way uh, London wise and, uh, and uh, you know he, he brings that uh, that huge uh, amount of experience again and it was, it was really quite insightful for uh, sellers to listen to and again there was a lot of fantastic feedback on the back of that particular podcast as well um, I, I think that it all boils down to, uh, you know, having a look at the, the, the podcast across the board, you know, try and do as much preparation uh, early and have, you know, a trusted, uh, commercially aware advisory team with you. And, you know, Stuart, you know, made that point clear as well. Yeah, and uh, we have, like you say, we've had, we've had many, many great episodes. This is obviously where, you know, that's the, that was the first half that we've, we've covered off just now. Um, and a kind of review on some of the content that came out of those. And um, as we've said before, massive thanks to, to everyone who's who's been on as a guest, um, you know, who've given us their time. Um, if anyone um, has listened to some of these episodes, are all available on all the, the kind of normal podcast platforms, they can find um, they'll hear contact details and links to to the, to the websites of the, the respective companies and, and things like that. When we talk about expert and commercial aware advisors, um, we've just given you a big list of them. Well, absolutely. These are there's some very, very experienced people who know what they're talking about and they understand the, the MA field uh, intricately. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, even if you, you look back at even that those, those nine podcasts, we're talking about hundreds, hundreds, you know, hundreds of years of experience between all these different people who have uh, fed into that. So, you know, again, we talked about the gurus and things like that earlier. You know, stick to the, the the professionals, those that are you know uh, absolutely in the space and um, that uh, that are commercially aware and help you get that deal uh, that, that you want to get as part of being a seller. Fantastic. Well, Paul, thanks. Um, obviously, you you've been our gracious host for um, for many many weeks on on these things. Um, so I appreciate your time and obviously the time our guests. Um, the, the selling sessions will continue to rumble on. We've got um, many other guests already lined up, and we will uh, we'll, we'll launch those podcasts in the, the coming weeks, as as we always do every Thursday um, across all the the normal channels. So, thanks again, Paul. Thank you, Fritz. Much appreciated. That was episode 18, part one of the selling sessions. Thanks again to Paul for reviewing some of the episodes that we we 
published at the start of the selling sessions, the first nine of them. And special thanks, as always, to our podcast sponsors, Affinity Business Centre, which is a modern and affordable business centre in the heart of Dundee in Scotland. If you are in the market for um, great business centre space, great office space, pop over to affinitybusinesscentre.com and have a look at what is on offer. Thanks again and we hope to welcome you back to listen to another podcast next week.